0: Welcome to part one of Health System CIO's interview with Chuck Podesta, Interim CIO at Yukon Health. In this segment, Podesta talks about how his team is helping to lead a statewide COVID testing initiative, why he believes Yukon Health was uniquely positioned for the opportunity, and how the organization's relationship with EPIC has proved pivotal in making it a success. As much as 80% of patient information is unstructured and stored outside of an EMR, Hyland Healthcare helps complete the patient record by consolidating and connecting this unstructured content to core clinical systems. With a full suite of content services and enterprise imaging solutions, Highland gives clinicians a single view of all documents and medical images associated with the patient via the EMR, enabling more informed health decisions and improving patient outcomes. Highland Healthcare, see your whole patient. Visit highlandhealthcare.com to learn more. Have you been remote even in Connecticut or are like what do you do Yeah, yeah, point? pretty
1: much. I, you know, I go down and I'll, so I'll go to my office maybe one day, kind of walk around. I still have some people on site, um, mm-hmm. you know, desktop engineers and folks like that. So I like to say hi to them. But, you know, yeah. we're masked up. We're, uh, you know, you get your temperature taken on the way in. We're doing thermal imaging now. And it's like Fort Knox just to walk in the door just yeah, to get to your sure. office. And then I have a small apartment down there too, so I spend a lot of time in that.
0: Okay. So in terms of like what you guys are doing, you mentioned the testing, and that, that's really interesting. So I really wanted to talk about what you guys mm-hmm. are doing there.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So the genesis of it was we, for testing, we use, for regular lab testing, we use Quest and LabCorp and others, just like everybody else. But we have a private company that's in Connecticut called Jackson Labs, and mm-hmm. they're actually out of uh, Maine. They have employees in Maine, California, and in Connecticut. And so Connecticut's one of their main testing hubs. I think it is the only testing hub. And since we had a close relationship with them, they're actually on our campus. We had done an interface to them, an orders and results interface, just like the same as you would have to Quest or LabCorp. Well, we didn't realize at the time that we did this interface and it was mainly for, you know, our orders come from Epic and results go back into Epic for testing that we do with them. And uh, what we didn't realize at the time that we did the interface was that we were the only ones that had that interface with Jackson Labs. Everybody else who used Jackson Labs was a manual process. It was send them the requisition and they would get the test back on Fastback, that sort of thing. Uh, We probably used them more than anybody in the state. So that's why we automated versus just a manual process. So what happened was when the state decided, well, as part of the reopening plan, that you need to start testing everybody, right? You got to test your first responders, your vulnerable population, nursing homes, even Department of Correction employees, frontline healthcare workers, and it becomes kind of a daunting task. So they put out an RFP to the labs in the state. There's one other private lab down near uh, New York City as well. So when Jackson Labs responded, they asked us if we could respond with them because What they were proposing was, and we were proposing, was to use our Epic as a front end to any of the testing since we had that interface to Jax Labs. And again, you know, there's other hospitals in the state like Hartford Healthcare, Yale, others, and, you know, they don't have that interface to Jax. So, you know, we started talking to Epic and they were intrigued by it. And they were like, wow, this is kind of a cool model that maybe Mm -hmm. could be used in other parts of the country. So they jumped in and put together a project team with us of free services. (laughs) They didn't charge us anything, which is really cool. And uh, the state accepted uh, Jackson's proposal. We're not the only one doing, you know, the statewide testing, but what they're trying to do to give you some numbers is by July to get up to 40 to 50,000 tests per day. All right. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so Jackson's portion of that is going to be 20,000 per day. So it's a big chunk of the statewide testing. Our Epic, UConn Epic, will be front and center for that program, and we're rolling it out now. It's been pretty interesting. I think the biggest, a couple of things. You know, it's a public-private partnership, yeah. which is really cool because uh, UConn Health is a state agency. You know, we are all a right. public institution. You know, owned by the state, and so when Epic was implemented here, it's a hundred million dollar project. And this is all yeah. public information. It was paid for by the state, basically. So now you can imagine from a PR perspective, well, it's a great story because now
0: yeah.
1: you know the investment that they put into Epic is now being returned right. to the state as part of testing the state's citizens. So it's a people grasp onto that and they're like, wow, this this is really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. So oh,
1: yeah. Without getting into details, that's kind of the overall project. But I don't know if you have any specific questions or I can kind of walk you through where we are.
0: Yeah, well, you said that the goal is 40,000 per day by July 1st. So 40, it to 50.
1: 40 to 50,000 okay. yeah. 50, a day. And okay. J- but Jackson's portion is 20,000 a day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So okay. other parts of the state will be doing testing as well. Like Yale New Haven is going to be doing statewide testing. There's another private lab that will be doing some. UConn Health is even setting up to do 1,000 a day. So we're all kind of tipping mm-hmm.
0: in, but Literally. Jackson
1: is a big player in this.
0: Okay. Does it start at a certain point and you kind of start to step up the tests or how's that going to go?
1: Yeah, so we're starting with the first responders. There's Mm -hmm. 13,000 of them across the state. So, you know, the firehouses and um, we uh, started working with the National Guard, just like they did all the surge, building hospitals and the state tapped them to, to work with us to get this off the ground as well to set up some testing stations for first responders. So we're working through that right now. What's going to happen is the state is they're using the National Guard, but that's not sustainable over time. Yeah. So there's a transition plan going on now, which will have care providers like us, like all the various hospitals, will test uh, the first responders in our area. So it'll be geographic in nature. Doesn't matter what geography, if you're using Jackson Labs and you're mm-hmm. part of the 20,000 tests per day, you have to go to Yukon Health. Okay. Right? We could be in the southern part of Connecticut. They could be doing collection and testing, and if if it's going to Jackson Labs for testing and result, uh, it has to go through Yukon Health. And it goes through Yukon Health in two ways. If you don't have an EHR, so like you're a fire station, right, you don't have an EHR, the collection would be done by someone, in this case, kicking it off as the National Guard but eventually it'll be whatever local hospital is in that area. So they'll get a requisition that comes from us. They'll register if the patient's not in the Yukon Health Epic system, they'll register that into a quick reg and then the uh, do the swab, the test itself, and then scan the label and uh, pack it up and ship it. And then in the meantime, that information will go from our system to Jack's. They'll do the test. The result will come back to our system and it'll automatically uh, activate a MyChart account for that individual, mm-hmm. so they, they can see their result. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and uh,
1: yeah, Epic, Epic helped us, and our team built all that. And then uh, and it'll also go to the provider, because you've got to have a provider's order to get the test, whether you're symptomatic or asymptomatic, it doesn't matter. And so that's the way that piece is handled. Now, if you're an EHR, and you're using Jack's Labs, so if you're a Hartford HealthCare, and you want to use JAX Labs, what we're doing is the information is coming into your EHR, Hartford Healthcare EHR, and then it hits our interface engine because we, we're the only ones that have the interface to our interface engine. We bypass EPIC in that particular case because mm. they've already done the collection. They don't need our EPIC. It's in their EPIC already, and then we okay. just connect them to our interface engine, which moves the information That's one's real simple. And then the result goes back to Hartford's EPIC system and then whoever the provider and the patient using their MyChart. That's the nice thing about that one is the last thing we wanted to do was set up a MyChart account for somebody that was a Hartford healthcare patient that already had a MyChart account, right? Yeah. Then they'd have a UConn one, they'd have a Hartford one. And I know there's ways within EPIC you can look at both of those, but it, it didn't make sense. And then you get into squabbles about who, who owns the patient, you know,
0: Right. Yeah. and is
1: Yukon Health going to try to steal their patients and stuff like that? And we avoided all that by using the interface engine because we're not doing anything with that information. So Hartford HealthCare is actually, we're turning them on Monday. So all the testing will come through there. The first responders will be uh, sometime next week as well. We've done all the testing of the Epic front end. That works really well. The nice thing about our model is anybody the state brings in to do the collection and the provide order, we can plug them in. So this group called Physician One, they have urgent care centers across Mm -hmm. uh, New York, Connecticut, and Massachusetts, I believe. They would be nice. They haven't signed a contract yet for the state, but I think they're finalizing one and so they could have their urgent care centers be drive up centers for testing and they have the docs there and then they have their own ehr so again we would just connect our interface engine to their ehr so wherever they're testing that information can come over to jackson labs so okay. it's uh, uconn health is the hub uh, for jackson labs and their twenty thousand tests per day and that's why i try i get people get confused sometimes mm-hmm. when i describe this in, in meetings and stuff and i said just think about if a test is going to jackson labs for someone in the state of Connecticut, it's coming through UConn Health in some way, shape, or form, and that's right. probably the best way to describe it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because I'm sure that, you know, you're going to deal with some perceptions when you're working with Epic that they have to be Epic customers, they have to be, you know, users. So no. I'm sure that comes up, but it's not the case.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. It's be, and you can have any EHR because we can, even if you have Epic, we're not necessarily running through our EPIC system. You're going through our interface engine. Physician 1 has some, something called DocuTest. Like Griffin Hospital, we've been talking to them. They have Meditech. So it really doesn't matter because we have this other alternate way to go through the interface engine. Yeah, so it's very powerful, very, very simple once you have it set up. And 20,000 tests a day, it's, it's going to be a good portion of of Connecticut, because they do want to, the first responders, it's the nursing homes. We definitely got to get into them, not the residents and the employees. uh, Mm -hmm. Our Department of Corrections, the employees there. Uh, Then we're going to hit FQHCs at some point, because those are a very vulnerable population, all Medicaid patients. Eventually, they're talking about churches. And then beyond that, basically anybody who wants a test in Connecticut. So that's that's the goal. So that'll all roll out. And you're right, it's incremental, and and it's the highest priority groups first, frontline healthcare workers, I forgot to mention them as well. But those will all be in the kind of the high priority groups, and then once you get through those, then it will open up to others over the summer.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from HealthSystemCIO.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at HealthSystemCIO.com backslash podcast.